Welcome to the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. We've been expecting you. I'm your host, Uncle Agent 0013 Dead Air Dave, and in each episode, we crack open the dossier on the latest release by an artist. And today on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files, we're opening up the file on magic. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. My first question right off the bat is magic with an exclamation point. Did the band name always have the exclamation point or did you think you needed to pump it up later on and add it? Um, yeah, it was pretty much right away. It was the um, our producer, Adam Messenger, had felt like we needed something. Um, and uh, we were trying to like change the G for a J. We didn't know what to do. <laughs> um, and we just threw that exclamation point. And sometimes I forget like when I'm signing that I got to put the exclamation point, you know. Um, but it's uh, it's definitely a part of our brand. Yeah, right. You know? and especially yeah. especially in a day and age where people search for everything online. Without right. that exclamation point, they just get a bunch of bad rabbits being pulled out of hat tricks and things like yeah, that. Yeah, we've right? uh we are we are exactly uh correlated with David Copperfield's ticket sales going up. <laughs> you know, everything he owes us. He owes us big time. Big. He, he needs us big. He needs to cut me in half or something or just <laughs> do something. And, you know, besides that, the exclamation point is extremely appropriate, if not necessary, when you consider the energy level of your music. Yeah, thank you. You know, I think we're we're trying to kick that energy up, you know, especially with this new kind of inner love energy angle we've taken to this new album, wanting to, you know, bring some serious positivity to people feeling like, you know, that is the kind of mission for this band right now. We want to bring some light. We're very lucky musicians who have, you know, have done well in our in our craft and have just nothing to complain about. So we we want to be authentic to that and and bring that that energy, you know, and continued continued positivity, you know, through good soulful music. Right on. This is the uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files, and we definitely want to talk about your new release, uh, Inner Love Energy. But first off, let's uh, let's do the roll call. And uh, why don't you guys uh, introduce yourselves to the listeners and uh, tell them what your role is in the band. Um, I'm Ben. I'm the bass player slash, uh, you know, the, the cook slash the, um, I, I think I'm the funniest one in the band. <laughs> and, and the most reliable. You were on the podcast first today. That's, that is true. I've been told that before. It surprises <laughs> me. I don't feel like I'm always on time, but people always say, oh, you were, you're the first one here. So I, don't, I wouldn't put that in the description, but I guess others would. Okay, fair uh, enough. But yeah, I'm the bass player, and, uh, and um, you know, that's it. That's my role. That's my clever answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's up? I'm Nazri. I'm the lead singer and uh, songwriter, and I, I guess we're throwing in slashes now, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, sounds like Um I am the second funniest in the band. <laughs> Since Mark isn't here to defend himself, um, I'm also the best pickleball player in the band. Oh, um, because I'm the only one with any real athletic coordination out of the three of us. Mark's been playing though; he might say something about that. He's been yeah, playing. Yeah, Mark will step in. Mark's been playing. Yeah, yeah. Alex, our drummer, he he was a st- he was some stiff competition before he left the band. He was a pretty incredible athlete. So uh, now it's it's just me shooting up basketballs and pickleballing it up. Yeah, and as long as Mark's not here to, to defend himself, you claim the title. I claim it. It's mine forever. How Plus, long I, have have you... a, I have a pickleball court at my house. Oh, well, my wife, home my court wife advantage. I, my wife and I play all the time, so. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you three known each other? 
Lifelong friends, school chums. What's the story? I've known these guys for basically 11 years, okay. kind of since the beginning of the band. I mean, I, I think they knew each other not that, that much longer, right? Like maybe. Uh, I knew Mark. I knew Mark for maybe five years before the band. Okay. Yeah. And you guys were collaborating before on other musical projects before Magic actually came together as Magic? I worked with Mark on a Chris Brown song called Please Don't Judge Me that actually went number one on R&B and urban radio. Um, okay. Chris was a client of mine and Mark and I had written a song called Please Don't Judge Me One Day and it was just sitting in my computer and my buddy's like, you gotta play that for Chris. And then, yeah, ended up becoming a Chris Brown record. So yeah, we ended up getting that placement together, which was pretty crazy before the band started. Taken off on its magic coast. That's right. I dare That's right. I say, I'm sorry I even said it. But uh, tell me this, at the onset of the pandemic, Magic took a break, like many, many other people had to do during lockdown and such. But that's not the only reason. There were some other elements in play there. What was going on for Magic taking a break? Um, It happened before the pandemic. So it was already, I think that during the third album, you can definitely feel a disconnect in the band. You know, you could feel that kind of like half of us wanted to be there, the other half kind of wanted to start putting out solo stuff and rightfully so I I think it was you know when you know when you're constantly working on one thing that you have 10 other you know creative things in your head you're wondering you know when am I going to get to do this you know like like life is short this is uh, and I think that the the focus had become a little divided. And so the third album, you could, if you listen to it, it's it's actually more about my personal love life more than anything, uh, because I, I think a lot of the weight of that album kind of came to me and and more Ben. Ben had kind of entered more as a writer, which before he wasn't on the other two albums, because I think he was just kind of finding his way into some of the writing situations, um, being the the last member that joined. And so with this one, I then started kind of like writing a bit more. And then, yeah, after that, I just think that there was a a definite, like, it was never talked about. It was more just like shouted one day, I think. And then we all just like, I was like, I think this is just needs to take a real break, you know, which is not my thing. I'm not one to take a break. I'm one to go like, no, just work through it. You know, like, who cares? We're brothers, you know? And luckily, we never had any like real personal issues. You know, we're all very, um, we try to be as honest and respectful to each other. But, you know, there was just goals, there was kind of individual goals that needed to be tended to. And so we we just naturally went to those, you know, gotcha. Gotcha. And but we didn't tell anybody. We didn't tell no, anything. Right. So we, Keeping that one yeah. undercover. Ben, uh, is that how you felt about it too? Wasn't it uh, wasn't a strange, like all of a sudden out of nowhere, we're taking a break? Or, or no. You it, feel it organically coming as well? Yeah. I mean, from 2014 to 2019, we were nonstop. We'd been around the world three or four times and constantly on planes and gigs and trying to make another record while also trying to promote the last one. And it was so you get in this cycle and it, it's a lot it's a lot to handle so i think by you know in 2019 it kind of felt like 2020 was going to slow down anyway right. um we just didn't know that we was we were going to have you know <laughs> the forced excuse to slow down that, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um so yeah it did feel kind of natural and by that point i think we were all kind of just sort of itching to write our own music and put stuff out which we eventually did and it was great and then when the world kind of opened up again it was like all right guys what do we got and when you decided to kind of join forces again after working on your own individually, 
Did you each bring what you were working on to the band and, and make something happen for Magic from that? Or did you just start from scratch? Like what you did by yourself, stayed by yourself, or, or did you bring it with you? We, we started from scratch, but you always okay. bring in whatever you've learned. But I don't think anyone really brought in ideas. Not that that hasn't happened in the past, but just I just remember like the first few times we got together, we were starting, we basically got together for maybe 10 days and just wrote a song a day for about 10 wow. days or two weeks, something like that. And then we started, okay, which ones of these are actually good? Which ones are worth finishing? Which ones do we like? We might've narrowed it down to like two or three. And then we started working on those and then some new songs came along, but we'd started from scratch for sure. And if we brought anything in, it was more just the lessons and the the things we had learned from working on our own projects. Right, right. And so in that process, how long have you been working on Inner Love Energy as a complete album? Um, Inner Love Energy was basically knocked out in two segments. So there was the first that Ben says, which was 10 songs that kind of ended up getting narrowed to like four or five. And then you need the epiphany, right? You need the epiphany moment when you're making an album, like what is my through line? Like, what is this? How do I connect? You know, people don't, you should know this about me. I'm kind of a, like an endless fountain of songwriting. You know, it's like, it doesn't like, it never ends. Like I can't shut it off. So it's like, if you open up an, an angle and you say the album is going to be called whatever wooden table, like I just become like, all right, sit here, eat here. You know, it's like every single song built off the table, carving carpenter, you know, it's like, and so the fountain had not been running really yet up until we wrote inner love energy. And that's when it was like, okay, cool. Now I see this album. This is about inner love. This is what this is. The world needs this. Boom. Then it was just song after song. And so the second round of writing was a, was much quicker and much more poignant. And at that point, Adam Messenger, our producer, had really stepped into the light of it. So we had another kind of creative advisor to turn around and say this or that. And then you're just filling in the holes. So it was about like two chunks one was about a, the first two week thing and then the second one was like a like a month and a half of like actually like doing it so and they were about six months apart so something like that yeah that that's kind of was the process and the album is complete yeah 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 it's very very much complete it's been complete for a year but not yet um, released no no we put out the first three songs ain't got nothing figured out ballerina and the inner love energy and we have um, music videos already for three other ones ready to go. And right now we're just enjoying the kind of growth of inner love energy. So we're just staying in that right now and not wanting to rush anything else out. We just kind of want to work that a little bit. We feel like we missed the summer to kind of release an album. You know, we, we don't have the momentum that we want internally because we really want just a little bit more going on in some other countries, which which is starting now to grow um, in Mexico and other places. Luckily, because we're monitoring everything ourselves independently, we're able to really clearly see and feel when it's time to do something, you know? Uh, but very special songs. I mean, it was really hard to pick singles. I mean, this album is all killer, <laughs> right. man. It's a really positive, fun, soulful album. It reminds me of the old Stevie Wonder albums, you know? It reminds me of, like, these different genres, really soulful, and, um, you know, just just feels good to listen to it, you know? feels like there, there was some heart put into it. And it's interesting you bring that up about the different genres, and 
Stevie Wonder is a great reference to go to, man. But in the past, a lot of your music has had a, a heavy reggae influence. Mm -hmm. But when I listen to Inner Love Energy, I feel a different vibe going on here. Right. Does this come as a result of that time off? Uh, no. I mean, if, if you go back to listen to any of our albums, you'll hear all the genres. Okay. I think that when we were working with Sony Music and everybody, we had at that time they just were like, well, Rude's a hit, Rude's this sound, let's just take those songs off the album and keep rocking those kind of reggae pop sounding songs. I didn't, you know, and I could have just been like, guys, let's just never write one of those again. But the thing is, the fans loved them and we didn't have a problem with that. But we felt like we wanted to like, Ben and I actually talk about it when we do our live shows. We always have to do like a reggae song, then a rock song, then a reggae song, then a rock song. So it's nice with this song, with Inner Love Energy, to actually put some real effort into like a little more of our version of a rock song, you know? Um, I'm not a rock singer, so, but I feel like I bring something really unique to kind of an alternative track, kind of coming from R&B and, and coming... Um, from these kind of soulful influences, right. you know, so it, it, it created inner love energy to have this like, oh, this like Stevie Jamiroquai thing going on over these like, jay, 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 jay. Um, it's a really fun, it's a really fun recording. We were yeah. really proud of it. Yeah. The, uh, the soulfulness definitely comes through and uh, we're going to go ahead and listen to a piece of that right now. Get a little taste awesome. of inner love energy. And when we return, we always like to bring in a radio element on the kiss, kiss, bang, bang, new music files. And we're going to welcome from the resistance Miranda right after this. That's a little taste of Inner Love Energy, the title track from the new release by Magic, with an exclamation point. And joining us now from the world of radio, from WRIS in Madison, The Resistance, please welcome Miranda to the show. Hello, hey, what's going on, Miranda? Happy to be here. Happy to see Nazria again. Yes. Yes, you two have tangled before. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you are on the Disruptor series not long ago. So, Miranda... Before you even uh, had that opportunity to interview Nasri with uh, the Disruptor series at your station, how did you find Magic, or how did Magic find you? Uh, like a lot of stuff, it came from um, our indie. We have people who help send music to us. Um, and it was one of those things where it was kind of like, I thought they were a pop band, or I thought this was something, you know. So it was really cool to be like, oh, there's this other side that I had no idea right. and then be like, I get to share that with other people who might have also had that misconception. Gotcha. Right. And as Nasri was saying, right. So many different genres pulled in and kind of intertwined that, right. When you think, you know, the band because of one song or two, suddenly you discover a whole other facet from them as you make your way through the rest of their music. Yeah. And, hey, and my station isn't that old. So we were never on like we never played rude because we weren't a station then. Oh, right. So we actually are kind of like picking up post break <laughs> new magic. Yeah. We love that. And Mark has now joined us from the band. Welcome, Mark. 
Guys, I am so sorry. I just wanted to say I am. Um, I'm just getting over COVID, and uh, last night I was like up all night long. I just I got up. We're glad that you made it. Good to see you. Yeah, great to see you. I'm so sorry. I, I, I have some alarm set. I don't even know what happened there, but like <laughs> I was. Yeah, I'm just. It's like my. Just getting over it now, but last night was another rough one to me. So I'm sorry about oh, that. Man. So Miranda has joined us from WRIS, and uh, she's talking about how uh, the station, in its short history, um, has uh, discovered your music. To roll back just a little bit, since you missed out earlier on the podcast, tell us about your role in the band and uh, what you did during that uh, that break period that you guys took? Yeah, I mean, I suppose the the role, I mean, I'm curious to know first, I know I missed this part, but uh, how did um, everyone else express their roles? Did they discuss in terms of uh, a musical role or was it more in, uh, from another perspective? I said I was the best looking. And you were also the least athletic and the third funniest. Whoa, wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, geez, well, I hate guys. to tell you, you missed out on holding oh, your own. Wow. Yeah, I'm the oh. I'm the second funniest and the best pickleball player. So, right, oh, pickleball yeah. player, guys, you know what? You got, I, I got a pickleball court in my backyard. Both you don't want you that. Guys. You don't want that smoke, yeah. Mark. <laughs> okay, you so don't we, want yeah, that we, smoke. We, it's it's time to go because I actually. Just, <laughs> I'm coming started, over, bud. Yeah, I'm coming I over. <laughs> That's so funny that you mentioned that. I, I yeah, I learned. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, you know, we we, we I just. I'm super obsessed with music. So the entire time period uh, was just continuing to work on music nonstop, um, you know, both for the band and as, as well as just, you know, on a personal level, just uh, continuing to, you know, practice and uh, make songs and uh, record and do some production stuff. And that was pretty much just, uh, I suppose, somewhat of an underwhelming um not that interesting story as I just locked myself in the studio and continued to work obsessively on music. That was pretty much it. Well, that's how you get it done, right? You yeah, can really you dive in all the way in the deep end of the musical pool, so to speak. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Miranda, once you discovered inner love energy, you really rallied and, and the station has gotten behind that. Tell us a little bit about uh, what, uh, what you have up your sleeve uh, maybe for the band any chance of a gig happening for the station? I mean, we would love that. And obviously there's a lot still up in the air as the band is deciding what their schedule is going to look like with releases and all the stuff that they already have ready to go. But yeah, we would absolutely love to have them in Madison or close. Or <laughs> <laughs> close close enough that it counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. what is the the tour plan at this point for Magic? Um, we're gonna come to Madison. We got you. <laughs> Perfect. There you mm-hmm. go. Super easy, Miranda. Um, we really enjoy touring, you know, and p- a part of the touring experience when you put out new music is you have to afford the fans time. You know, they need time to learn it. Um, because when they're paying money and then they're like, Well, what is that song? And they were just a week away from discovering it or whatever that is, we, we just, we always want to afford at least six months to a year um, for people to digest it and make it a part of their lives, their workout routines, whatever it is, however you listen to music. Um, for us right now, we have about five or six shows over the summer. I, I call them just like, you know, like content shows in a way, you know, like we're going to go rock out like we always do, but we really want to make sure that we get some great um, footage of these new songs, a part of being independent in, in the, the fun part is that, you know, you get to kind of draw the line how you want to draw it. And for us, I think it's just, it's that time now where magic has to be seen as a live act, you know, because we are four albums in, and we do have a, a very well-polished live show. So 
we just want to continue to work that. And a part of that is you have to like show it. We're definitely at a show and tell type of uh, online experience for the world. So, you know, we're, we're playing a show here, like on the ninth, we're going to Memphis on the third. We we're going to Vancouver on the 17th. And, you know, one of the focuses is like to really get a great live performance of inner love energy, you know, and to just drive that. So that's the focus over the summer. It's to continue to promote, you know, this new music, you know, through any means necessary. And hopefully for next year, I'm I'm thinking a spring, kind of late spring, you know, American tour. Very cool. Yeah. When you do the show live, do you bring in extra musicians and elements to fill the sound? Yeah, that's something we're starting to do now. We've always talked, we've always wanted to have a huge orchestra with us, right? We want nice. percussion players and keyboard. But we um, we have been uh, rehearsing and and experimenting with uh, a horn section and some backup singers like i said we're still in the experiment experimental phase so i'm not sure if that's going to happen this summer as far as the live show goes but uh in the long term that's definitely one trick up our sleeve is to have some additional musicians and just add to the vibe and make it feel more like a party and a bigger sound and and more of a spectacle sort of thing yeah sounds fantastic yeah i look forward to seeing that soon thanks so much to nazri ben and mark i'm glad you made it in here in time Give us your perspective. Get out there on that pickleball court. Hell yeah. yeah. Miranda, thank you so much for joining us. And again, you mentioned that the resistance is really relatively in its youth as a radio station. Give us a quick plug for everybody listening. Madison's Alternative. Uh, We are very locally programmed and locally um, influenced. We have a whole rating system where our fans are able to rate songs as they play. So we have real-time results. um, And everybody really does have a say in what gets played. Which is awesome because... I know in my years of radio, there's so many times when a radio station tells their listeners that they make a difference, but they really don't. (laughs) But you guys are actually taking that that data live real time and doing something with it, which is awesome. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Well, I want to say again, thanks so much for joining us today on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files Magic. You guys have a fantastic summer. Miranda, you too. Thanks, Dave. You guys too. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dave. Miranda, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Thanks so much, guys. I'm your host, Dead Air Dave, and I'll catch you next time with more inside info about new music being made on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. Our theme song is written and performed by Los Angeles band Love Ghost.